John from FatStacksBlog.com. Well, I just did this podcast, but you'll never hear it because for some reason it didn't record. And uh, it's a story of my life. This tech stuff just doesn't work out very well for me. I find it very frustrating. Anyway, this one is recording, so that's good news. So let's roll on. So let's talk about gut, gut instinct. And I got to say, you know, I, I more often than not go with my gut when I make decisions, especially the big decisions. And I'll give you a really good example of one where it really worked out well for me. And I think I think you can only make this decision with your gut. And that is really what type of online business are you looking to establish? Okay. When I, when I, I didn't even know that like some dude, some guy in some town could build a website and make money in some capacity. I, I, I mean, none of us knew that, right? I mean, you may, if you're new to this, probably last year you had no idea. I didn't either. I, at some point years ago and I had no idea. And then I got into blogging for a brick and mortar business and you know that's that's when I sort of fell into the whole industry and learned a lot at that point but before then even when I was blogging for the brick and mortar business the idea of just building a a blog separate from some local business or services was totally foreign to me and when I learned about the fact that you could actually publish content on a topic and write it yourself and publish it and actually monetize it that was pretty mind blowing I was I was actually very excited about that in fact I can remember being younger, I mean, I thought one a, a very cool job would be to somebody who actually wrote nonfiction books for a living. I, you know, I used to go to bookstores and I'd read books. I read fiction and nonfiction on various topics I was interested in. I thought, you know, I'd read some nonfiction topic that I was interested in at the time, and I'd be like, well, it must be cool to just be these authors who write these books, and I don't know how much they make, but they're making a living, obviously. And I thought, well, that that would be kind of a cool job. And of course, this was well before the internet ever took off. This is like in the 90s. But the lo and behold, the internet does take off. And here we are is the reality is for a lot more people to be able to actually make a living writing nonfiction. So that's pretty exciting. So when presented with this idea, like you could just start a blog and blog about a topic and, you know, you learn about niches pretty quickly. And it's a good idea to pick a niche rather than just yammer on about any old thing. And I understood that concept right away. That made sense to me. I mean, if you bought a, a book, a nonfiction book, and it covered everything, it's not really much of a book, right? So anyway, I was excited. So it was my gut that really just drove me into it. It wasn't some, you know, like, well, should I do this business? Is it a good business? I need to see some some data on it. No, I didn't, I didn't really need to see anything. Somebody said you can make money, and, and right away I, I saw the opportunity. Now, I initially monetized with affiliate links so that seems that there's more people talk about affiliate marketing than display ads it was actually a big impetus for me to start fast Hacks blog to talk a lot about using display ads for monetization because it, it is a very viable option and so it was my gut that made that decision i made other gut decisions along the way as well and putting display ads on my site was a gut gut decision i i had never used display ads until that point and I was only using affiliate links, and I had this site that I was really excited about, and it's currently my biggest niche site. I was very excited because I was getting good traffic, and I was it was a topic I was really interested in. I had been interested in it for years, and I was putting out really good content. So I was working in every respect, every metric, traffic, time on site, my interest level, the quality of content I knew was good content. Yet it wasn't making a nickel. It literally did not make a nickel despite all the affiliate links and even affiliate banners and all the stuff. So, you know, it was like, all right, well, 
the, you know, I could try AdSense. I had an AdSense account. So I slapped them on there and it made really good money very, very quickly. And that was it. It was like, this is not an affiliate site anymore. This is a display ad site. And that even opened up the doors to just publish about anything within the niche. And it's grown tremendously ever since then. But it has had its ups and downs. I, I don't ever want to come across like this business is without any ups and downs, no matter how long, no matter how long you're in it and how much you grow, the, the, you're going to have traffic drops. It sucks. It, it just sucks. That's the way it is. I have them every year. Traffic will go down at certain times a year. I've had Google algo updates at traffic drops. I've had Google algo updates where traffic goes up and it's just sort of, you got to look at the really, really long term. Okay. So don't get too frustrated. I'm not even going to say that because you're going to get frustrated and I get equally frustrated with traffic drops because it almost sort of like, you're like, well, the last six months is wiped out, but it's not really, but it is in, in a lot of ways and it's frustrating. So I'm not even going to say don't be frustrated, be frustrated. It is frustrating, but it's going to happen. But that doesn't mean it's the end of your business. Okay. So get in sync is really helped. So I want to, I want to tell you right now, if you are thinking about getting into um, an online business, and I think it's a great business. And you hear about the opportunity of a content publisher monetized with affiliate links or display ads. You're either going to really like, like the idea. You're probably into writing, especially writing on fiction. You're into the idea of maybe working with writers down the road. If this is hitting you like in, in the head and you're like, wow, that's, this is like, this is an amazing opportunity. I know I could do that. That's your gut telling you, well, that's probably a good model. If, if you're sitting there and you immediately think, well, how, how much content do I have to write? How long is it going to take? And, you know, is it a sure thing? Uh, what could I possibly write about? I don't really like writing that much. Is there a way to do this without writing? If that's your response to it, probably not the best type of online business. The, the beauty is there are so many different ways to build a business online these days and for very little investment. So, you know, don't, don't be without hope. I'm just saying that I think a lot of times it, it's best to at least investigate what would be the the best fit for you when starting out. So um, I think it just makes a big difference because if, if you're not going to like the entire thing, it's hard to stick with it through the, the difficult times. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, there are much faster ways to build a business online than publishing content monetized with display ads. All right. Much faster. This, this is a long haul and it's a lot of work and, and you have to kind of enjoy it. You don't have to like, it doesn't have to be your greatest passion in life, but you have to kind of enjoy it and get excited about doing it. And um, so, you know, I am, I, I still enjoy it. I still enjoy the work. And um, fortunately it's, it's worked out, but I can tell you it, it took a while and took a lot of writing. I wrote a lot of it myself. So I want to get to a, a recent case study of, of a site. It's a starter site to let, sort of let you know where it's at. And so what it's taken to get to, well, a, a reasonable, a nice, a nice little milestone here. Okay. So, that site um, is now at $1,200 per month, which is a nice milestone. It's, you know, you hit four figures. That, that's exciting. So how much content it has? It has about 147 articles. I would say on average, maybe 1,500 words, maybe 1,800 words per article, something like that. It's 81,000 visitors per month. It averages 551 visitors per article, and it has a revenue per thousand visitors of $14.81. All of these numbers are like pretty in line, like pretty realistic. I would say it's definitely a successful niche site. I have sites that perform worse. This is definitely success successful, but it's not beyond, like it's not like one of those like one in a million. It's certainly not that, okay? 
So the big question is: Is twelve hundred bucks a month is is cool, but it's not sort of it's not you know full time income. But full time income, let's say, is five grand a month, sixty grand a year U.S. For a lot of people, that is a full time living. That's that's good money. So let's talk about what it takes to get there. I'm going to say we're essentially going to have to you know three point five times more the number of articles. What brings it up to five hundred fifteen articles? And I don't think it'll be quite that many. And the reason I say that is a lot of the existing articles are going to continue growing the traffic, which does happen over time. They can improve. Now, eventually, articles will start losing traffic, if not updated. But that's a topic for another podcast. But I do think at this stage of the game, the existing content is going to actually improve traffic. But let's just say 500, we're going to need 515 articles. At an average cost of 100 bucks an article, you're looking at $51,000 total investment. That's if you outsource everything. I want to say that. I talk about outsourcing numbers a lot. And 51, you're thinking 51 grand to invest in a site to maybe get it to $5,000 per month. Like, are you crazy? Like, that's that's a big risk. And it is a big risk. But here's how you get rid of the risk. And and I didn't do that. I didn't have 51 grand when I started this business. I probably would have thrown it away on something else. I wrote everything myself. And you know what? That is a good option. And in fact, it's probably the better option unless you are flush with cash, which I wasn't. So I wrote everything I, for years. I wrote like day, like eight hours a day, probably more, like all the time. I wrote, wrote, wrote. Um, well, when I had job, not that much, but when I eventually managed to eke out to get full time, I wrote like crazy. I continue to write. So that's how you get rid of that $51,000 front cost. But let's say, you know, at the same time, it's $51,000 value or worth of content. All right. But let's talk about the value at, of a site at $5,000 per month. You do the usual monthly uh, multiple of 30 to 35. You're like going to 150K to 175K value. That's a great return. Okay, now remember that not every site's going to get this. Okay, I don't want to make it sound like this is an automatic because it's certainly not. And this is going to, this takes, you know, a, a while, a, a couple of years to get to. But, you know, once, once you get there, you've got this nice base. Now let's talk about the, the, the low competition keyword approach. One, one of the greatest attributes of that model, in my view, is, is you're not so dependent on a handful of lucrative keywords. If you lose rankings on, 10 keywords, but you rank for 8,000, you're not, your traffic's not really going to be impacted at all, right? But if you rank for 50 keywords and you lose rankings for eight significant keywords, that could be a significant drop in traffic. So it's all relative. That's why I do love the low competition for, for that reason, plus the fact that I don't like building links and so I can rank content without building links. But I've talked all about this many, many times. So if this model hits you, like, hits you right between the eyes and you're thinking, this is awesome, I could do that, I like the idea, I'll, I'll, I'll muscle through the first couple of years it takes to do that, uh, great, go with your gut, make the decision, go for it. There's a lot of information out there about how to get started, it's actually not that difficult. It's pretty straightforward, right, really good content. You definitely want to read up on your basic on-site SEO, though, do some Google searches, uh, I've got a course on it, but just get familiar with on-site SEO. That's really important because you could publish a whole bunch of content thinking you're the bomb writer and all this, but if you don't do that quite right, it's not like you have to be perfect. It's not even very technical. It's very simple stuff, but you got to do the real basics to actually, you know, make sure that this works. And beyond that, just great content and read a lot of other articles. And, and if you're new, read, read the, the content that is ranking number one for a lot of keywords to get an idea of the, the caliber of content that you need to put out. Probably it's going to be higher caliber than you think. Uh, 
you know, Google Google wants to rank the best stuff out there. There's people pushing out some really, really good content. It's it's all good for visitors, uh, but it makes it a lot more work for us. But I think at the end of the day, it's better. We push out really good content. It's hopefully going to, you know, generate a good ROI for many, many years. Go with the gut if this works for you. But if not, don't waste your time. It's a lot of work. There are faster ways to do it. Find something with paid traffic that you can make work. There's a lot of models out there. You might be, it might be a ton of legwork to set something up or paid traffic and work, but but once you turn on that paid spigot, and if you if you can you, you do it right, and definitely trial and error. You do need you do need money up front to do that, of course. But if you make that work, you can get a business going much faster. Uh, and then there's always services. I always forget about services. Uh, I did services. It was a, it was a great transition revenue source for me. Um, you, you know, once you once you start a website and you're doing this for a while. Even if you're not getting much traffic or making much money, you actually know quite a bit about this stuff. And you know, you could you could hold yourself out to help some local businesses, whether produce some content for their blog or help them with their SEO. You may not be an SEO expert, but you probably know more than they do. You don't have to charge a whole lot, but you get money coming in the door really quickly. And services can be a great way to sort of supplement whatever income you're not making here, or keep your job which is always good. Don't quit prematurely because it's hard to get those jobs back. When you go full-time, it's a big, big, big decision uh, that you want to weigh very, very, very carefully. You always want to ask the question, what happens if this doesn't work out online? What, what, what's the plan B? What am I going to do? Uh, some people would criticize me for saying that because it's sort of like, you know, negative thinking that you're going to, uh, you know, you're almost sabotaging the effort right from the get-go. But I can be a, a practical person too, and you have to sort of think, well, what what is the plan B if, if it doesn't work out? What am I going to do? So you, these are all big, weighty decisions you need to go with. Thanks for listening. <laughs>